0: Hi, and welcome to For the Love of Brantford. This is a bonus episode with the full interview with myself, Mandy, and Dave Newman, and John Gafusha. You will hear a bit about the history of Eaton's Market Square. I'm so excited that you guys could take the time to chat with me today. For the folks listening at home, could you introduce yourselves for me?
1: i'm dave newman i'm retired elfrida and i moved to brantford in uh, 1968 and i had already started teaching at pj in september of 67. so a job in teaching brought me to brantford been involved in the community ever since
0: john how about yourself
2: hi i'm john Gafusia. i had the good fortune to move to brantford in 1963 and uh, my family ended up uh, settling in eagle place been here ever since. Uh, I very en- much enjoy this neighborhood. I'm the vice president of the Eagle Place Community Association.
0: We've been recently kind of reminiscing about Market Square and I was wondering what your memories were of the Market Square Mall where, when it was Eaton Market Square or any of the history of that. How about yourself, Dave?
1: Well, my first memories of that piece of property was when we moved to Bradford, the old city hall had already been torn down. It was a parking lot, and but one is interesting aspect of that parking lot was the chip wagon. So, with respect to the Eaton Market Square itself, I was at the opening and I remember its early days. It was built under the support of a provincial government program that gave millions of dollars to cities who redeveloped something in the downtown, and that's how that came about. And what was it like
0: to be at the opening? Was it well, there were,
1: there were, there were. Quite a few people, I would say. And it was viewed with much hope and enthusiasm to some degree. There were some people who always opposed the project. But Eaton's was the anchor store. And what killed them all later was when Eaton's decided
2: to move out.
0: And what about yourself, John?
2: Well, my memories of Market Square are similar to Dave's. By the time we moved to Brantford, I think the City Hall was still standing. Uh, It was torn down shortly after and I had, the market had already moved, I believe, down onto Greenwich Street. And my memory is just being, being a big parking lot, and with, of course, with the, uh, the chip stand. And when the, it was announced that the ball was coming, I think I was one of the people that thought something is better than nothing because the downtown was so bad at that time. Hindsight's 2020. Looking back, I, I remember the, some of the controversies as far as Market Street closing. This physical structure of the building itself was not appealing—just two big brick walls. Although inside it was quite nice, there were some good stores, as uh, as Dave said, with the with the Eaton's being the anchor. It was a good mall for a few years, but I think that given Brantford was growing north in those days, and it was at the southern edge of the city, it was not in a position to be a retail like a a major retail area for the city and I think that's one of the reasons for its demise and also uh, I still question whether uh, Market Street had to be closed I think if that building was 20 feet shorter that Market Streets could still be there. So that, that's basically my memory of the mall. I do remember enjoying going there for the first few years, but then you could start one seat and so left, you could start to see that steady decline and down. it was too bad.
0: As an Eagle Place resident, what did you think of the fact that um, when they closed off Market Street, did you feel like that kind of closed off Eagle Place a bit?
2: Well, I, I think it did because, I mean, obviously, there it was more, one of the major entrances to it. And I can't remember when the ring road was built. I don't remember the, the honestly, the outlay there, but yeah, it did cut off Eagle place. And not only that, I think keeping that market street opened might've contributed more to the downtown than we know. Just my thought. I don't know for sure, but yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't appreciate that. No,
1: I, I could uh, share with you that uh, the question of closing market street came before council, Mm -hmm. After I had already been elected to council, I was an alderman, as they called it back then, for Ward 5, which included Eagle Place, and it was discussed at a public meeting, I remember, at the Bellevue School, and there were a lot of people there, Mm -hmm. and at that time, I opposed the closing of Market Street. I didn't think it was a good idea. Uh, and my, my fellow councillors supported it and thought that the planners had brought in a good recommendation. So there was quite a bit of discussion at that public meeting, but there wasn't any people speaking out in anger and dead against it. They just mm-hmm. wondered about it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's an example of the importance of folks coming out to those kinds of meetings and sharing their opinion too. And, you know, it's interesting that you were, you have that history to be part of that whole Thing and knowing that you spoke out against it and didn't want to see that happen.
1: Uh, the contract for the mall mm-hmm. with, with Eaton's uh, was, happened during my term as mayor and, uh, and getting Eaton's in and, and Phil Gillies as MPB getting the province to kick money into it and have the development go ahead downtown. By that time, all of the designing and planning had done was done on the assumption of the closing of Market Street, which had already happened. I I agree with John that it could have been designed with Market Street Open, but it wasn't.
0: Yeah, it would be interesting. Like, I mean, I know we can't go back now and change no. that, obviously, but it would be interesting to know what that would have been like if that was left open, right? Yeah.
1: And the other aspect, it's not part of this project, but another project that I think has a lot of positive to it, and that is the, the Beckett Center, the seniors' apartments and the uh, recreation center there that was built around that time as well with a walkway through the ground floor from the uh the mall to the to the market square eaton market square over to the parking garage at the uh, east end of the parking garage
0: so john you were saying to me earlier about having some uh restaurants in eaton's market square that you actually serviced Yes,
2: I, um, I, I was a Canada bred franchisee and I serviced, I believe it's called Ricky Joe's and Burger King. And I think that was it. And I do remember at, at first the food court was so big, but then continually over the years, uh, the, in, the individual places, especially the Burger King, they went from a, a very big area. They just whittled it down, whittled it down. So basically it was a, a counter with wise that something like you would see at Linden Park Mall now. And uh, it just uh, there just wasn't the people coming through to support to support them all.
0: So I have a fun story for you. I'll tell you about Ricky Joe's because you mentioning that one actually made me think of the fact that. So I was a very young teenager at the time of the mall and we thought it was so cool that we could go. We got to go sit inside Ricky Joe's. And we thought we were sitting in a bar, and they didn't kick us out, and we thought that was really cool. We didn't order anything; like it wasn't that we ordered anything, but we thought we were sitting in a bar and, like, you know, sitting there like so grown up and so important. And it was just funny looking back at it now and thinking that we were so cool to sit sit inside there.
1: I could (laughs) mention one other uh, personal connection I had Mm -hmm. is afterwards, when the mall started to deteriorate and Eaton's closed, our offices put on the. uh, ground floor in this and in that area and i was working for the school board i worked in that building there was an adult education center there Great. called career link and it's still there today yes. so so uh, i helped establish career link when i worked on a project with mohawk college and it was a partnership between mohawk college and the Grand erie District district school board and then Mohawk pulled out and the school board has continued with it and it has trained and retrained and advised thousands of people who are unemployed or who wanted to redirect their, their like, when you go to high school you have guidance counselors but this is like a in the center skill training uh, motivator for adults
0: that's very cool to know that you're a part of that and that that's still there and still going strong and it's one of the one of the things that are still remaining in that building right so that's very neat um do you have any more thoughts on on the mall at all um why you know any more thoughts on why maybe it didn't work out or did you have a favorite store that you like to shop in in there anything like that
1: well we shopped at eaton's and a few other stores but i should mention that as john had said earlier it was the development of the city to the north mm-hmm. and Branford became, Branford downtown became less and less the geographic center of the community. And that's why the city encouraged development of the Southwest. It was to help restore the purpose of the downtown to some degree,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but uh, you can't change that push to the north. It's It happened and continued to shape the future of the city.
0: Yeah, that's true changes are always happening and developments always happening and you have no idea what it's going to be like in the future really um you know to look back now and and remember that mall and the busy downtown the way that it was and the difference now you know it's more almost just a a university campus and and some shops and stuff but it's it's been some big changes so john do you have anything else you wanted to add
2: well i just would add um i've I've done some reading on it and many cities and towns across north america put them all in their downtown to try and save it and 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 in many places it just didn't work and hopefully you know with Lori's expansion or i hope it, it continues to grow i mean at least there's going to be a positive outcome hopefully for that building and for the for the downtown as well that's all i mean hopefully like you say there's change and hopefully it's it's going to keep uh, getting better Can I mention a a story?
1: Of course you can. No, no, I'm not sure many people would know this story, but I was mayor. The phone rang and the secretary said, it's MPP Phil Gillies on the phone. And Phil says to me, "Um, yes, Campo is still going ahead with the development. They want to put an upper floor on it to make it more viable. And they want to put theaters in there. And they want and for this to happen the city has to buy the capitol theater as -hmm. a condition and i i jumped for joy because i i wanted that wonderful facility of the capitol theater now the sanderson center to remain so we bought the capitol theater restored it and opened it up as the sanderson center and that that is a a side story to the development of the mall (laughs) (laughs) and and, uh, and the city councilors did support it but um they, uh, they didn't want to pay, so the CAO said, as long as we only pay the value of that property as a parking lot and not the building, then, then we can buy it from famous players and famous players to agree to that way of, of uh, assessing the value. And one councillor got upset and accused us of trying to tear down the Sanders, or the the Eaton Market Square into a parking lot and it was only using it as an estimate of the value. <laughs> so it was it was quite an exciting moment.
0: Yes yeah that's really neat how the you know hearing how the Sanderson Center ended up being you know being in the, the city's out.
1: ownership. Yeah.
0: yeah yeah that's very neat.
1: Yeah and the other aspect that in that article that you and I both read uh, that uh, the Harmony Square was created as a replacement for the open square that was taken over by the Eaton Market Square. And the side of the building, Mm -hmm. uh, which were now apartments, they put um, huge uh, paintings on the sides of the building. And Henrik Glenis, who recently died, uh, was one of the painters. And that was to spruce up the downtown. So it would be the east side of of that square, that new square, Mm -hmm. where there was a flat wall of a building and it was all covered with with beautiful paintings and somebody developed apartments there and that's gone.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Development I don't know sometimes it's good sometimes not so much I would have still liked to have seen the paintings. (laughs) Um, Okay so is there if there's anything else you wanted to share otherwise?
1: Just to, to thank you for this opportunity and to say you represent one of the best things of Brantford and that is community associations. I really believe in them, and they provide a lot of good to the city.
0: That's so nice of you to say, Dave, and I really enjoyed chatting with both you and John today. I appreciate you taking the time, both of you, to have this conversation and reminisce about the old Eaton Market Square and so many other things. And I'm always learning so much more about both of you, all the time.
2: Thank you, Mandy. Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks so much,
1: Cheerio. I hope you don't have to do too much editing.
0: Thank you to our guests, Dave Newman and John Gafusha, for reminiscing with me about Market Square.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of
0: For the Love of Brantford. You can find all the episodes at brantfordlibrary.ca/flb. This will include show notes where we list references, share images, and provide resources to continue your exploration of Brantford. We would love to hear from you. If you have a question, just fill out a form on our website. This podcast is a partnership with the Eagle Place Community Association, the Brant Historical Society, and the Brantford Public Library. Your hosts are Mandy Samwell, Nathan Estrington, and Zila Ozols. For more information about the podcast, visit brantfordlibrary.ca/flb.